Episode 5 of Board Games with Variant Hex is about games to play with strangers. I'm Kelly, and for this episode, Adam surprised me with a top 5 topic, so he had a list ready, mostly, and I came up with a few on the fly. We also talk a bit about how we approach playing games with strangers and some of the benefits. Adam was recorded via Discord, so he might sound a touch digital at times, but that shouldn't be too distracting. He's got a lot more passion for the topic than myself, but without further ado, I'll turn it over to myself and Adam talking about our top five games to play with strangers. We hope you enjoy listening. Full disclosure, I love a party game. Sure, I love a good high strategy game that we sit there and just stare at the board for four hours, but I love just a silly party game Mm -hmm. that's fun and casual. Uh, I, I think that's fun. But I think my go-to, I think, Stranger Game is uh, Dixit, I th- think, is so much fun with Strangers. Really? It's Yeah. I think it's very good. I think it's an easy-to-teach game. Um, yeah. And it's – as a person that kind of sometimes in a group will be the t- – teacher of a game, right? When you're playing a stranger, someone knows the game and is teaching it to other people. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to teach. I think it's also vague and abstract enough where I th- think it lends itself to, it could be funny. Right. It could be really clever. You can like see what kind of references people get. So I like all the layers that it, it can be without changing any of the complexity or the simpleness, I'm sorry, of the actual rules of the game. Oh, I just... I don't think I'd like that at all. But for the same reasons you said you liked it, like trying to understand, and this is me, like the interpersonal uh, exhaustion that I would feel with like trying to get an idea about how a stranger would perceive a drawing that's already like a bit odd. I, of course, respect your choice and and see that it could be fun, but I got rid of our copy of Dixit because I was over it. Um, so maybe also fair, maybe, it's maybe it's a thing where that is better with strangers because maybe there's more frustration with people, you know, that they are not like keyed into what you're thinking. So it may as well just be, uh, it may as well just be strangers and you're kind of thinking bigger and broader. Right. There's no, come on, George. Remember when we went to the cabin? Right. We saw the guy with the flute. Come on. Like that. Yeah. There's none of that. It's all just, yeah, it's it's nothing. For hours. Yeah. My number two on this list, okay. Telestrations. Okay. Now, also a party game. And Telestrations, you like, it's Pictionary, but Pictionary like tr- like telephone game, right? Yeah. So what it is, is you get a, everybody gets a, a different word and you start off by drawing that word or phrase, okay. I think it is. Yeah. And then it's a, like a flippable dry erase book. And so then you hand to the next person and they look at your drawing and then they guess what that is. And then the next person looks at the word they guessed and then draws that. And then it continues. Oh, I, no okay. matter what group you're in of strangers, there's always going to be somebody with hilarious drawings. You know, there's always somebody that's like way too good at drawing, but then it also kind of helps to like rein everything in. Right. And I think it's just always funny. Like I've just every time I played it with any group of people, I feel like you're laughing or you're like, oh, I see what you did there. Now that I know what the word is like, it's just a really cool mm-hmm. moment with a group of people. Just fun out of the box. And that plays, I imagine, a lot of people I like like six or eight. Can you play Telestrations with? I don't know that I've ever seen it in its full maximum oh, capacity, yeah. but that sounds right. Yeah. Okay. 
What's your number three? As you go through yours, then I'm going to like think of some. Yeah, no, for sure. So my number three, I'm going to pick something different than just party games because you can just somewhat pick all of those and most of them are pretty good. So I think very low level, kind of more serious game. I, I really like Splendor as okay. a starting into the non-party game with a group yeah. of people. Again, simple rules. It is very strategic on that. Um, it's common information for everybody, right? There's no hidden information because I think yeah. that's a level of distancing yourself from people. Mm-hmm. So it's all, we all know the same stuff. We're all trying to do the same thing here. And it's just who can do it best. And it still allows for, I think, a certain amount of conversation with, you know, what's going on with these things. You know, we can talk about and get to know each other, even if the game's not facilitating it directly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty quick moving. Like, there's rarely a time where you're sitting for a long time, but yeah. enough of a pause to kind of think about your move. It's, I think it's got a really good pace for playing with strangers. Mm-hmm. My number four game mm-hmm. is a dexterity game. Okay. I've only played this once, but I've also never high-fived and just honestly been oh. as loud as I ever have been in a uh, playing a game as I have with flip ships okay. with a group of strangers. So what are you – now, the other – I mean, the other games I pretty much know about. I've heard the name Flip Ships. And is it reductive to say that what you're trying to do is Flip Ships? You know what? You did a great job. Oh, okay. Um, 10 Sherlock Holmes points to you. <laughs> but, so what you're doing is it's very uh, – is it – it's not Asteroids. What's the game that – Space Invaders. Okay, okay. So what it is is there's very much all these enemy ships and like a mothership out there. Oh, okay. You literally put uh, different sized spaceships on the edge of a table – and then flip them into the air, and then what it hits are either destroyed or damaged. There's cards that go with it, I think, to kind of help like boost things. It's been mm-hmm. a while since I played this, mm-hmm. but um, and like the mothership is like this. It's like cardboard, but it's more like you have to like get it into a basket kind of thing. So it's very like basketball like in that way, but again, okay. flipping into it. And just when you're down to like almost dying and then people hit the ship or do the thing, it's so much fun. If it, I guess that would require people to be equally as excited about this game. Yeah. I played yeah. it with two other people. None of us had played it. There was no expectation with it either. And for whatever reason, just maybe the stars align. We had so much fun right. with this. So it's very, you're, you're, it's kind of skill-based, not really. Yeah. Pretty silly, pretty fun. Great stranger game. It sounds like it, it rose to like exhilarating as you're like, you yeah. know, very in that sports, um, a few seconds left on the clock kind of can, can you make the shot? kind of feel and that you're all gonna it sounds like it must be co-op so you're all winning or losing together great point yes correct it is co-op and so there's a a little bit of strategy but again yeah you're very actively at least we were rooting the player on Mm -hmm. and maybe that's also part of why it's so good is every time it was like yeah you you know just breathe like you you know like it's just we were were doing those every single time so it's also hard to kind of not have a good time with people they're just telling you you're going to be able to do this thing you want to do oh right 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 so it's very encouraging too oh absolutely and so um yeah that's uh that's my number four my number five is being thought of oh as we speak, uh-huh. I don't have a number five off the top of my head. Sure. But you know, in this space, top well, let's, four of anything. let's build some anticipation. And I will say, as you've gone through this list, what I think I would like to play with other people. And this is in, this is a little bit in some of your games. Splendor is 
effectively a, a race game because you're racing to a certain amount of points before you win. Um, I think the race game that I would like to play with a bunch, well, and I think it only plays four people, but with strangers is Cubitos. Yeah. So in Cubitos, you're just rolling dice. You have these real silly little QB characters that are going around uh, a pretty silly track. You can buy dice to add to your pool and kind of the, uh, it's a push your luck race game. So again, it's kind of like, it's not ever going to be high strategy. There's some strategy, but it's not ever going to be high strategy. And there's a little bit of excitement as you're all trying to get to the finish line. And as you draft those dice um, that you add to your pool, none of the dice have like complete faces. Most of them are blank. So the push your luck comes from, Ooh, should I roll again? If I don't get any faces on these dice that are mostly blank, um, I'll bust. I won't be able to move at all. So there's kind of that, um, there's some excitement just sort of built in if you're playing with people that you maybe don't know about seeing them bust or, you know, have a monster turn and just like dive into the lead and then you're behind. So you're trying to catch up and you're pushing your luck to, to the extreme. Um, Cubitos would be my first pick. I think another pick for games with strangers. And I don't think I'm picking like, I'm trying to think of a, I think the biggest game that I'd want to play with strangers. And this is honestly a little iffy with strangers because the scoring is kind of a mess, um, would be seven wonders. You can actually play with seven people and it is all like card, your card drafting and passing cards. It can play pretty fast. And I think what's interesting about that game is the more people you add to it, it doesn't play any slower because no matter what, you're still just taking a card and passing them, whether you're, there's only three of you at the table or seven. Um, so that was one I never played seven player until I played on board game arena. So not the same as playing people in person. Um, but it was just, you don't ever see the same card twice. It feels like more of a crapshoot what you're actually picking. Um, so I think that one, especially with a group of people who were familiar with the game, that might be a little more of a requirement than some of the party games. So it would be that one. For a dexterity game, this is really just, a, again, two players, so not I'm not talking about a big group of strangers. Um, but we have uh, got it on a whim. We saw it at Meijer. And it's Connect Four Shots. So it's mm -hmm. kind of like Beer Pong Connect Four. Not Beer Pong, but just Table Pong where you're trying to get a ball into a cup. You wouldn't have to be drinking. Um, but you, like, bounce the, uh, bounce the little balls into... A regular connect four, you know, setup of those columns, and you're still trying to connect four, it might have some more rules. But that's one that we get out at our house, especially like if there's um, kids over, because we don't ourselves have kids. And it's just, it's just fun. It's just fun. So it doesn't, you know, people see it, and they're like, I know exactly what to do here. Like, it doesn't require any extra explanation. And it's easy to just uh, still get pretty excited about walk up to and uh and start playing and how that was how many was that cubitos seven wonders three uh uh connect four shots and connect, it's 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 cheap it's just a plastic thing but it's it's pretty fun um and i guess waterproof so you could play it kind of anywhere you can play it outside and i'll so say much fun. yeah i'll say the crew because we did play the crew with strangers the new one at gen mm. con and that is an interesting you know card games in general i think are probably at the top of my list for what i want to play with strangers and maybe that has some 
maybe that has some association with like a standard 52 deck of playing cards being a great thing to do with uh, strangers. In that cooperative trick-taking game, I think that's kind of what you were saying about Dixit. And, you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm coming around on a little more, but to sort of understand how other people are thinking, you have that communicate option, but it's pretty limited. So what does this communication mean? And I think that challenge of working with a group when you're not super familiar with that group um, was more enjoyable than I expected it to be. And you can kind of start to know who to go to for what, and you can kind of understand like, okay, that's what this person's play style is going to be. So here's how I'm going to start to lead this as you play a few games. So I wouldn't have really expected to like that by default I probably wouldn't have stayed playing it as long as I did but then when you're with these other people you don't even know but you've kind of created this connection with this game and that we were like we stayed the whole two hours which was how long like the session was we stayed the whole two hours and just kept playing hand after hand after play hand so um yeah I think the the crew probably the original one as much as the new one would be on the list for me as well okay I filled a fair amount of time for you to come up with a fifth and final Games with Strangers, top five. Oh, boy. Well, I was really actively listening to that. Well, um, good for you. So, I mean, way, to, way for me to be a good friend yeah. and uh, participant here. Uh, less great as far as the content goes on yeah, this. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Well, that's all right. I mean, there's nothing saying it can't just be a top four things also and some games, you know? Yeah, I think that's fine. I think some honorable mentions, like, I mm-hmm. I mean, I do like like the Deception games, Oh. You know, the werewolves and things like that. But right. I mean, I don't want to put it my top because I think generally lying to people as part of the rule, while that's fine, if we all agree upon that, is not as good as when you're all agreeing on something. Yeah. Like given those two choices, I think one does have a very inherent difference. Mm-hmm. And and I played a, a lot of werewolf and, and I really I really enjoy it. Um, right. I think it's so much fun, but I think it's one where it can be intense or people come into it. You know, not expecting that or not knowing what to do. I mm-hmm. think it's kind of a tough entry sometimes on a game, those kind of games. And there's lots of them there are, um, on yeah. that. Um, so, yeah, I think like those are, those can be good. Those are like in my list with an asterisk, assuming like everyone's played before and kind of everyone yeah. has a similar spirit to it all. Right. I that, think is the social deception stuff is tricky. Definitely not my thing. If any, like, I think they remind me how much deception there is in society. And then I just kind of get bummed out because the better people are at it, like the worse it feels to me. Um, But that's very personal opinion. I know like Spyfall, uh, Werewolf. I'm trying to think of some other popular kind of deception based games. I'm not good at making that list because I'm usually like, oh, it's deception. I'll see myself out. Right. Um, But definitely worth a mention. And I think, games like werewolf can be so big um that they are good for bringing groups of people together and maybe those people are are in fact strangers um yeah i don't i don't have i don't think i have a fifth i'm trying to think i don't think i have a fifth games with strangers i think that the something you pointed out a few times was how long it takes to teach and if that's going to be part of it I think that's pretty tough with strangers um, to sit down to like a half hour teach before you've even started the game because you might find out in that half hour that you do not want to spend the next um, two hours with this group of people. 
So I think that something that's kind of quick to get into and quick to start playing is probably better than um, trying to get into a rule book and also get into a lot of minutia with strangers. Um, we played Kabuto Sumo was a demo that we did. And that's like, you just push things. And I think that's another, maybe that's going to be my fifth game with strangers because I demoed it and liked it better with strangers than I ended up liking it as a two player game once we got back home. So something that you just kind of like, all right, here it is. We're playing the game. Um, I think kind of reduces friction and just gets you uh, kind of in touch with those people. And then from there, you might decide to, you know, keep playing things, maybe even play deeper things with them. Right. And hopefully that you're having a conversation during yeah. that initial game of game related things, right? What else do you play? Do you come here a lot? You know, those kind of conversations. So that first game should be doing a lot of the heavy lifting for right. what the rest of the day is going to be. And I can definitely see something like Dixit opens up to a lot more Dixit. And well, you know what? Maybe your choices open up more to those kinds of conversations with people. So like here is, you know, this picture of a girl and she's swimming and there's a flower. And what they say about that is more likely to open up a conversation probably than Cubitos, I rolled the dice some more. Now I have this dog dice, you know? Right, because there's a lot of like, oh, they make a reference to a horror movie with what they say, and then, oh, have you played Mansions of Madness, or have you done these? Yeah. Like, there's a whole genre of horror games, you know, and they either love them, oh, I don't like those, but like this one, or oh, I've never heard of those before, oh, hey, we can play that next, or some other time, right. we'll get, you know, enough people together for that. Yeah, I do think there's a lot of that, so you kind of know what what they're all about, in, in mm. a good way. Like, I don't want to know what all they're about, I yep. want to know... Yep. One and a half percent of what you're about, and that's board games and possibly some other pop culture interests. That's yeah, because so. we didn't talk about like more of the trivia kind of or pop culture themed games, but there's a fair amount of those. There's a lot of Marvel games now. There's a lot of Harry Potter games. Um, so yeah, that could be another avenue where if you all kind of like, yeah, I'll play this Marvel game, then you'll probably start talking about Marvel. Yeah, that's a great call too. Yeah, I didn't even think about the like um, oh. IP. Is that what they call that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. whether it's like a skin of an existing, like there's a Harry Potter strike and strike is just a dice game where I think you, which is probably a pretty good party game or a stranger's game. You just throw dice into like a little bucket and I don't know the rules, but something about how you throw them means something. And that's the game. Um, but there's a skin of it with Harry Potter. And I think they just put like lightning bolts or whatever oh. on the, on the dice. But for something as like, it didn't already have, like, why not have a Harry Potter theme? And then again, if you are playing it with strangers and they've gravitated towards that, like you'll probably start talking about the houses you're in and the movies that you like the most and what have you. So that would be, yeah, that'd be another great, great route to go when you find yourself out in the world, ready to play a game with whoever might be wandering by. Yeah, that's a good, yeah. And you know what? I think that leads me to maybe my fifth game. Oh, and you saying that because I believe I was there's thinking a that we Harry were Potter code names. I know there's a Harry Potter code names, oh, I think. Oh, yeah. And I love playing code names with strangers. Okay. That, man, you are really going for high connection with these strangers. And I think the way that I'm saying that is is probably revealing a lot about my personality. Um, but yeah, you're really going for high connection with strangers. Yeah, but not, and, and it's, you're correct, but like very much just like a communication connection. Yeah. Like can we just show up 
and accomplish this task, you know, and very quickly, how fast can we, you know, find some common ground to do this, you know, some system for this. Um, Yeah, you, you are correct. That's interesting. I feel like I would be, and again, personality wise, I think I'd be distracted by attempting to make that connection. And that's what would keep me from doing well at the game. But I know that you're someone who has often gone to a game store, uh, opened up a game with some people. Um, you know, they need, they need a third player. This game is starting up over here that you'll just kind of hop into whatever's going on. So I imagine you have a much better sense of this than I do. I'm kind of sitting here by myself, imagining what might work. And, uh, I think you're going to be speaking a lot more from actual experience. Yes. Much like roller coasters, um, being a one person joining in on stuff, you know, I think can be a lot of fun. In the same way in amusement park. You're always getting ahead of the line, right? Hey, can I can I jump in there? Just right. me. You know, you're getting ahead of that. I think you can do the same thing. We're like, hey, you know, if you need another player, that's fine. Um, it requires a certain a lot of just yes anding. Because yeah. if they're, you know, especially if it's a group of people that know each other and you're kind of playing at the level they're playing. Right. And if you come in and try to resist that or make them play you want to, it's not gonna be fun for anybody on that kind of stuff. So and there's times where it's just kinda like, Yeah, I wanna get through this game. I'm not even playing the game. I'm getting through this game. Um, but uh, most of the time, I think that's not the case. But if you can kind of yes and it, I recommend it fully. I think it's so much fun just to jump in. You also learn on a kind of a more strategic level, you learn other strategies for games. I've played the people that play in a way I never oh, would. Sure. You wouldn't or, you know, our, our normal group, right? We do mm-hmm. kind of have these patterns. It's kind of like, oh, gosh, I never thought about that. So it does make... I feel like you a better board game player in general by doing right. this. You're yeah, kind of exposing yourself to new ideas. And I think that's a good point about, you know, we're talking about games to play with strangers, but also just what kind of energy and mindset should you bring if you find yourself in that situation? You know, maybe willing such as yourself or very likely unwilling such as myself to just be there. Yes. And whatever um, has kind of been brought to the table and seeing what you find out either about them or about the game. You might get any point, so I, I didn't yeah. know if we were going to long pause Man, there. You're... Otherwise, it's going to be real confusing later when we you're... do another five long pauses. Way better at this than Aaron. As far as the <laughs> okay. finishing pause... He'll just mumble and breathe. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of Board Games with Variant Hacks. Be sure to subscribe to know when new episodes drop, as we have no schedule. For the games we mentioned in this episode... Try your friendly local game store. See if they have them in stock. If they don't, a lot of times they will order them for you. So if any of them sounded interesting, give that a try. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, preemptively on Twitch. Yes, we still have not streamed anything, but like we we think we will soon, maybe. That's all at Variant Hex. We have a website and a blog that we don't use very much, but it does exist at VariantHex.com. And of course, you can email us at podcast at variant Maybe you have questions, you could ask those. 
suggestions for future episodes, sharing stories, saying hi. You can just say hi. That's fine. And that's all for now. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today.